Hello to all of our beautiful listeners, and welcome to episode 73 of This Control is Broken. Honestly, if I turned on a podcast for the first time ever, and I heard that as the greeting, I would probably turn it off. (laughs) I would probably be like, I have no interest in listening to these guys talk for two hours. Dude, the shit my dad used to listen to on like AM radio when I was a kid sounded just like that, and he would listen to it for hours. Yep, that's how we're gonna get the old people to listen to us. The they older listeners know what we're talking about, but they're just so fucking lonely in their retirement homes that they want to feel like somebody's in the room. So they'll be like, "That yep. gears of war, yeah." So Kyle, you had something about eBay that you wanted to talk about? Uh, nothing in particular. It seemed like I jumped in on like kind of a um, like just interesting conversation, I guess, about that shit. Because uh, I was looking for like uh the replica lancers from gears of war the other day mm. and i mean that shit's pretty much ebay only at this point and they're they're overpriced but not as ridiculously overpriced as i would expect because i mean when they came out there were what 200 250 bucks for them i think so. and they're going for like five six hundred on ebay now Fuck. but there's like there's one guy who's selling like the gears two one. So it's not even the retro Lancer, like the fucking colorful one that they did with gears three It's like that OG Lancer replica blood splatter and all. And it's like That's the one I used to factory have. sealed in box. So he says, and like, he's posted a picture of it and everything, but I'm sitting here going, I mean, that box looks pretty beat up. Granted gears two is an old ass fucking game. So he could have just been like putting it in different closets over the years and everything. But I'm like, what if I order this factory sealed box for $700 and this one doesn't have, like, buyer protection on it. He's like, no refunds or anything. And I'm like, ah, but the fact that you won't actually post any pictures except for one picture of this box that looks beat the fuck up, and it says no refunds. I'm like, something tells me there's just going to be, like, a Hello Kitty in there. Dude, when... when if he opened the box to take pictures of it, it wouldn't be a factory sealed item right. anymore. But when there's just one picture, that's, like, a red flag. Yeah. It's instant yeah. red flag. I'm never buying that. Yeah. No. And, I mean, no. it, it, even he didn't if it's even a video flip game, it over the other buying. side. And it looks like a shitty UPS package or something. Like, it doesn't, it just didn't look right. So I was just like, no, that I want no part of that. Like, first of all, I'm not going to spend $700 on this thing at this point in my life. Okay, if good, I have that kind good. of money to waste, yes, because I want those Lancers. Like, I want the fucking wall just lined up with Lancers back there. That'd be dope as shit. But no, no. eBay's always sketched me out because I only ever hear horror stories about the people who thought they were getting this and they got that and they tried to get this and they got that or they never got it and they never got three. I have never heard a single good eBay experience. All the experiences I've had as a seller are the buyers fucking me over, which is the opposite of what you're saying that you're hearing is people have bought shit and they've got fucked, but I've sold shit to people. And if you send something like media mail, like a DVD or something. It's like the cheapest way you can possibly send it, but it doesn't come with tracking. So I've had multiple people just be like, I never received it. And it's like, man, I know that you fucking got this, but I can't prove that it ever showed up because there's no tracking. And I think that they know that shit. So they go on eBay, they buy shit. And if there's no tracking, they immediately file like some claim that they never got it. And eBay always sides with the buyer and eBay doesn't compensate both of us. eBay takes the money they paid me back 
and gives it to the buyer. So I mailed something out. I no longer have it. And I lose the money on it at the same time. I've had that happen like four different so times. So I can go order like Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness from the GameCube for $250 fucking dollars, which is overpriced and ridiculous. Have it shit medium mail. And then get it and be like, I never got it and get my money back. Yeah. Yo, hold up. I'll be right yep. back. No, don't but do that. If it's something that's 250 bucks, they're going to get tracking. They will probably put the tracking on it. I hate spending. 10 bucks to mail something that somebody paid $40 for. Cause now you're already cutting like way into what I'm making. So I was sending that shit out. Media mail is like two to $3. So that's super cheap, but I quit doing it. Cause it's like, this shit just isn't worth it. I sold a 3070 that I bought on eBay factory sealed, like the Lancer thing. And I had Joni follow me into the post office with her phone recording and she recorded me take the graphics card in the box all sealed place it in the box wrap it all up bubble wrap go to the guy at the counter do the entire transaction with her filming it all in one shot because i'm not taking any chance at this it was like a 1300 dollars sale right. at the time that that guy could be like oh i got a box with a brick in it like, no fucking way. <laughs> it was like a 20 minute long recording. And like, I saved it all the way until, you know, like he confirmed that he got it. But that shit's terrifying, man. But yes. But also he could track it and then you'd end up spending $250 on a Pokemon game. I mean, I still really, really fucking want <laughs> that game. The problem is that like anywhere online, Gala Darkness is going for over $200. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Apparently those old games are like skyrocketing in value now. GameCube game especially. A lot of a lot of the old games did and for some reason when everything skyrocketed, GameCube games jumped even more. Crazy. Is that the second worst Nintendo console? Worse? The first. Or the third the, third. Okay. Bro, what's the first? Rank rank the Nintendo consoles for me. Uh well obviously Super Nintendo. the Nintendo Wii. Oh, this is going to get into something I want to talk about. So on. on the spot, Morgan first. I try not to forget one. I know. I don't know if I'll do, but what's what's number one? Super Nintendo. Easy. Okay. Agreed. Super Nintendo. Kyle? The n- number one greatest Nintendo system of all time. Yeah, yeah. All right, next. The second greatest like an, is NES. Well, hold on. I've got like an asterisk <laughs> next to mine. I've got like a little caveat because you guys got to remember the age difference. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. So that's true. I want to say Super Nintendo because it's the first system okay, I ever good. played. It's what I got Super Mario. That's it's right. got Link to the Past. But this is also before I was able to You're like buy right. my own games, pick what I wanted. So like I never got to really experience Super Nintendo minus what my dad had. Fast forward to like GameCube. And I fucking love no, the Nintendo just, GameCube. No, no, no. SNES. Okay. Oh, number two. Oh. Number two. <laughs> NES. Agreed. Kyle. I'm, I'm, I guess GameCube would slide into number two. <laughs> okay. No, I will say. I think that if I was Kyle's age, I would agree with him. Right. Right. I, I also I think that for me the game the GameCube is an underrated system. 
is it great? No. It was like out of like the PS2, Xbox, GameCube, the GameCube I got like late into it. But my, what's that? No, I'm scratching my head. I, I wasn't actually raising my hand. Oh. No, Sean was going to say something. Oh. I forgot about the 64. I was going to talk about so, that. Too. So would that be your third, Morgan? Would it be the 64? Probably the GameCube. Because, but that's because I didn't have a 64. When when I reached that age, I got I went from Super Nintendo to PS1. And then I was just like a PS guy from there until I got the GameCube. Like, late into the cycle. Was 64 the competing system with the PS1? Yeah, yeah. but it didn't come out yeah. for like a year or so after the PS1, so... I mean, the PlayStation 1 shits all over the Nintendo 64. Right. But but I would have to put the 64 above the GameCube. So, see, for me, my 64 answer is the same as the SNES. I was still, like, young, so it's whatever my dad brought home. And I loved them. Like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skaters. Damn, how crazy All the multicolored that? fucking cartridges and shit. I've got them sitting out there. But, like, I never played Super Mario 64. never played GoldenEye. Like, I never played all these iconic 64 games that people were like, oh, did you play? When I had the GameCube, I was like, I want that game. I like that game. And so I was able to compile a Christmas list. And that's when I started, like, my real Nintendo adventure. Have you played Ocarina of Time? Yes. I own it on the 64 out of my living room. I've played it on the 3DS. Um, it is not the greatest Zelda game of all time. Oh, yeah. That's right. What is? Twilight Princess. Wait, wait. <laughs> on the Nintendo GameCube? Ugh. That's rough. Hey, at least I didn't say Skyward Sword. <laughs> I would actually believe you if you said Skyward Sword. Now I just don't believe you. <laughs> nah, Twilight Princess I don't think is God tier. I don't think I've ever heard someone say that Twilight Princess is their favorite. I'll tell you my I second I also one. never got through it. I Real quick, I didn't get through the Twilight Princess because the motion controls on it sucked. Maybe if I had played it on the GameCube, I would have liked it. But it was they hamstrung those fucking motion controls and it just didn't work. Yeah, I didn't play it on Wii. I played it on GameCube. So I feel you there. Yeah, that was rough. probably rough. Yep. What were you going to say about something, Kyle? Oh, well, I would also not even put Ocarina at number two because uh, Link to the Past is number two. It's number one for me. Or number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the general consensus here is that game is fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And did, did you guys play the 3DS one, A Link Between Worlds? It was good. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I was really impressed with it. Probably one of the best 3DS games. Do we want to continue our list so of Nintendo what... consoles though or Yeah, what comes after GameCube for Morgan? It, just straight home consoles, right? Cuz Yeah. Yeah, then I would say the Switch. Well, you could count Okay, yes, yeah, so I say you can count the Switch. Yeah, 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 cuz it's still a home console. So, and it the thing the problem with the Switch for me is that they don't have enough games to really GameCube has such a bigger library. So they don't have enough games. Like the, even when the GameCube was this far into their cycle, I think they had a ton more. If you don't if you don't count all the shitty little fucking uh indie yeah. games and stuff that they throw on there. So. Yeah, like Nintendo brand Nintendo made games. No, not even. Oh, what do you mean? Not even that? No, they just throw so many little games on the Switch. And then they do like the, the they're called the Super Rare, the publisher, and then Limited Run. 
they'll put out the games that come as digital only and they'll put them do a short run of uh actual games for them i would agree with you is this number four switch goes at number four five which no, we're on four no super nintendo super nintendo nintendo n64 gamecube i feel like we skipped oh, me then okay because wait so what would you say for four? Because <laughs> I, I tied like <laughs> SNES and GameCube, and then that just spiraled into the whole other thing. Oh, yeah. All right, so what's three for you? <laughs> well, then there was like the asterisk caveat for N64 for me. Again, like not really my dad's and shit. Um, so I'd probably go That'd Switch. Three? For Okay, so then what's four? Probably N64. Okay, so then what's five? Because we have ours. Nintendo Wii. And so Nintendo would be last for you. Well, don't forget about the Wii U. I, that doesn't count. Does that really <laughs> count? <laughs> I mean, it had a full console life cycle of like eight years. Crazy. They I just really, really fucked up the Wii U. Like they dropped the ball hard with that whole thing. It wasn't, it wasn't, how long was it between the Wii and the Switch? The Wii and the Switch? Yeah. Probably like 17 years. Nintendo Wii, no, it's defaulting to Wii U. No, from when it... The Wii came out in 2006. Wii came out in 2006. 2006. Yeah, you're probably right, actually. And 2017 was the Switch. It's only 11 years. Yeah, that's so. yeah. So the Wii and the Wii U lasted like ten years, basically. Yeah. Wii U came out in two thousand twelve, so it lasted five years. Yeah, that's a short life cycle. That's like fucking Nintendo type, or or not even. Uh, but yes, I would also still put the original Nintendo in last. That's wild. Yeah, that's, that's disrespectful. Never played it. it is. I've never actually played the original Nintendo. I started on Super Have Nintendo, N64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, Switch. Have you gone back and played any of those games? Yeah, some of the ones that have been like ported through the Nintendo shop and everything. Like I've played some of the old stuff, like the original Zelda, but I've never actually played better than Zelda. I think, honestly, everything after the 64... I just don't even give a shit about. Like, I would put them all last. <laughs> like, see, it's weird. Cause... Like the GameCube, the Wii, the Wii U, even like... the Switch. So, the Switch I dislike for different reasons. the The Wii, the Wii U, the GameCube is how I feel. Similar to like Super Nintendo, and a little bit like sixty four was like Final Fantasy six. It was just perfect and classic. And then the GameCube and the Wii was like Final Fantasy VII, where it's like, what are you doing? Like, you were the king, and now you're changing shit up, and you're fucking with stuff that you don't need to fuck with. Like, I liked what you were doing, and I don't like the direction that you're starting to go in. And then it just seems like Nintendo got weirder and weirder, and then I think that 
the switch came along and like could have saved them. But like what Morgan is saying is, I mean, I owned one and I think I played three games on it and I think I beat two of those, (laughs) maybe just one because they're just not, they're making the shit that Nintendo should make which I don't think they were making with like Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Those weird, what was that? Mario Sunshine? Bro, Doesn't Super Mario Sunshine was so fucking good. It was good. I agree. Did people generally shit on that one though? As not being... It, not necessarily like, shitting on it, but like Mario they game? ported it to the Switch and the, the port was terrible because they didn't have the pressure sensitive controls. So recently it got a lot of shit, but like in general... People still like Sunshine. It's just not talked about as much because the GameCube in general was more under. I love Sunshine, though. Fuck, I love Sunshine so much. Sunshine's good. I get mad at the Switch. Like, you would get mad at your kid for, like, not (laughs) reaching his full potential in, like, high school. Like, I know you could be making all A's, but you're just skating all day instead if we're still doing this podcast in like 18 years when my kid that i'm having is in high school i'll let you know i'll i'll be like sean remember when we were talking about the switch in high school (laughs) 18 years ago well (laughs) you're right yeah i feel like they could do so much better with it and it makes me mad to see them not doing it i'm curious if like the switch 2 is gonna happen i don't think it's even though it's like a shitty screen and it's 720p or whatever I just it's it's the games. Yeah. Like, I think I complained about this before with like Donkey Kong Country is awesome. Never played it. But like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was like, eh. it was okay. But why would they like, just, why not just make a new one? I don't, I when don't was the last just... time we actually had a new Donkey Kong game? Wii U. <laughs> I think it might have been the Wii U. <laughs> one, yeah. yeah. But Tropical Freeze. I think that there was like a time and a place for those kind of games similar to like the achievement discussion, like they're just not really fun enough to play just for the fun of them. Like, I you mean like, even if they made a new one, right? Like that Mario 3d world with the cat shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was a great game, but I didn't really have a lot of interest in, I played it for like 45 minutes. Mario Odyssey was great. I played that shit for like five hours and I was like every level I was like, holy shit, this is so creative. This is so well done. But I didn't have any desire to play more of I it. I know how they could fix Odyssey it. I was like, okay. Did. Odyssey I did. Coming back. And 3D World I didn't. I did the same thing with 3D World where I bought it for the Switch and I played it for a couple hours maybe. And it's not even that I disliked it. I just stopped playing it. That's Exactly. Uh, I think that's the easiest way to say it. That happens with every Metroid Dread. Now, it's it's fine. Oh, yeah, I forgot that I... I really wanted to try that I borrowed the entire console from a friend to play that game, and I forgot about even playing it. it. It's like, man. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. They could fix the Switch if they gave us achievements. They could. So Kyle sent us... Oh. No, no, that's it. We we talked about achievements. Yeah, yeah. beating a dead yeah. horse. Yeah, no, I, I was just uh, wanted to slide that back in there. 
Nope. Can fix You're the right. switch You're if you right. give us achievements. Anyway, so Kyle sent you something. Did I? That had something to do with Super Mario Galaxy. Did I? And I said that you had never played it. Oh yeah, because I was listening oh we were talking about games that good games for the yeah. Wii. Right. And you said that Mario Galaxy is a must play. Must game. own. <laughs> Are you changing it now? Did I say must play or must own? It's a must own. <laughs> I don't. You you may have said must own. Is there a difference to you between owning a game? If and playing I told it? you how many fucking games I have wrapped in plastic on my shelf still that I've not gotten to actually playing, yes. Full intentions too. Like I would very much like to play Galaxy someday. Like I would actively rebuy it tomorrow if I found it for not overpriced. But yeah, like a lot of times I'll just pick up the game to be like, okay, I have it. I'll get around to it. And then five years later, I'm like, well. But for you to refer to it as like a must play game, you own it and you won't even play it. it. How could you categorize that as like a must play game? It's like right there on your shelf, right? Don't you also own it on the Switch? Galaxy, I own on the Switch because of that All Stars <laughs> but play, platform thing. But but you're like nah, fuck. Well, it. because oh. to me, I've always heard greater things about Super Mario sixty four. Like that's generally hailed as like the greatest fucking Mario game, and I had never played it. Had you not? Holy shit! Really? Yeah, I didn't have it on the Super Until... uh, the sixty four, and so when that came around, I was like, well, now I can play Super Mario sixty four. Now I do own Super Mario sixty four on my N sixty four, but. I just, I haven't finished them. It was a fun game. I enjoyed what I did play of it. I was like, okay, I can see where Mario has pretty much just copied this formula for the rest of its fucking existence going forward. Like, even in Odyssey, I'm like, this is very Super Mario 64. You can just keep playing the level to go find the different fucking things. They all have different names, like when you're jumping through the painting and it's a different level, but it's not. But it's fun. You never... Did you own a Wii? Yes, I still own a Wii. It's sitting right here on my shelf. Did Did you own a Wii in two thousand seven? No, or whatever. When it came, okay. my friend did, and it's I went recent. to his house and played a lot of Wii Sports. <laughs> you also said that Wii Sports was a must. Because Wii Sports game. is so fucking fun, dude. <laughs> I love Wii Sports. I would still play that shit today if I owned it. I give you shit about this kind of stuff, but I. Like, I give you shit about it because I envy that about you. <laughs> like, I could, if I had never played Mario 64, you could not get me to go and start that game up and look at it and be like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to play this like 10 minutes probably is the most I could do with something like that. It's cool that you can find interest or value in that shit, but it's also, like completely foreign to me. <laughs> like I can't understand how you do it. It's uh it's it's interesting, that's for sure. I mean, there are definite times that I don't finish it because it is very dated. But at least like now I can say I've played Goldeneye, which everybody fucking raves about and calls like the opening into first person shooters and especially couch co op competitiveness. Like, I was playing it with my buddy last week. He came over to my house, and he was like, yo, you got Goldeneye? And I was like, yeah, you want to fucking play? And we did a couple multiplayer matches, and then that was it. And I was like, well. <laughs> have you played 
Have you played Metal Gear Solid? No, never. I've never played a single one. Two? No, single. I've got a friend who's you really into Trigger? it and tried to explain the story of Metal Gear to me, and I was fucking yeah. lost. Yeah. No <laughs> one can explain that. <laughs> yeah. You can't explain it to yourself. Trust me. But I mean, there's a lot of missed out in that time period of like critical shit. I never played a single Metroid, which we've talked about. Same thing with Castlevania, because then yeah. we talked about Ori and shit. Um, yeah. I never played Final Fantasy. I've never played a single Donkey Kong. But I guess when those games were big, you. That shit that we're talking about, because we're 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody your age is talking about fucking Donkey Kong. Nope. That's some shit that we're holding on to for some reason. I think the Metal Gear is more relevant because that's continued on. But the formula is entirely changed. You know, it's also weird that you haven't played that considering how much you like stealth games. It's on my list. And everybody's like, oh, just play five. And I'm like. I kind of just want to play, like, the original Metal Gear Solid. Like, I know it's going to be old and dated, but, like... The first one was awesome. Dude. Yeah, but major... Major compliments to you if you can make your way through that (laughs) fucking game now. I just, for the first time ever... Well, not just. This was, like, two years ago. During COVID, I played Silent Hill 2 for the first time. How was that? Was that a PS2 game? Yeah. Uh, I played it. They ported it to the 360. I can't even say they remastered it, but played it on that. Um, and holy fuck, that game has not aged well at all. <laughs> Anything from the PlayStation 1 is trash now. Yeah. This shit's yeah, so it is. I'll probably play the Silent Hill 2 remake, though, especially since like it's relatively fresh in my mind since I played it like two years ago. I want to see how it holds up and stacks and compares. Because I thought the story was cool. Like, I thought what they were telling was great. But holy shit, for me to navigate Silent Hill or to turn my character. Like, there was that one part where Pyramid Head is, like, guarding the top of some stairs. And all you have to do is run around him to just run down the stairs and that's it. But, like, holy shit. James was, like, full on herp to derp. Is it tank controls? Have those... Yeah, it's yeah. That's what I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was horrendous. fucking tank terrible. Have not aged well at all. Once, yeah, once they added the two analog sticks, it was game over. Like any control scheme before them, unless it's like a two D game, is fucking garbage. You got any cousins, Kyle? Like any younger? Not cousins, but like nieces or nephews. Uh, well, the answer to the cousins one is yes. Uh, nieces, I have I three. One of who I've never met, so I can't really count her. Um, okay. And what I'm what I'm getting at is, are you around children? No, they often? all live out of state for me. Okay. So my Morgan is my daughter will be the yeah. first one. Yeah. Have you watched how how old are your uh? I know Dana has nieces and nephews, but you do too, right? Yeah. They're like all like six to four, 15, like yeah, that kind so of age range. Four, 10, 12, and 13. Going to be 14 soon. Have you watched any of these kids play games on their phones? God. Uh, on their tablets. Yeah. <laughs> okay, on their tablets? Yep. Have you seen 
this type of game where they're just tapping the screen. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Yeah. And that's the that's the entirety of the game. Well, like Okay, so let me describe it and tell me if this is yeah. shit you've seen. There's this game that I've seen on a phone, on iPhone, so I guess it's everywhere. It's running on a iOS iPod Touch, iPod Touch. Okay. So it's iOS. Not right. It's got like 10 different, no, not 10, 100 different like levels that you can level up to. Start at level one, go to level 100. Each level is just like a half an inch by the width of the screen box. And in the box is a gun. And on the other side of the screen is a target. And every time you tap that box, it shoots the gun at the target. And as you shoot the target more times, you unlock the next level, which is a different gun. You shoot a different gun at the target. As many times as you have to, to tap it to get enough points to go to the next level. But the target isn't like the size of the screen to where you're tapping the center. Or a dartboard where you're tapping like a certain point. Or a square in the target. You just tap the screen anywhere you want. And you get points and you unlock the next gun. And I've seen someone play this game for hours. Talking about like leveling up and unlocking more guns. And but the the game is just tapping the screen. Is it released and... by NRA? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to find out what the actual game is called and see if you can look it up yeah. and download it. Yeah. But it isn't even like I'm just mindlessly tapping this while I'm watching TV. Like it is full on like I'm just going to stare at the screen for 30 minutes while I tap this thing. And that's the game. And then I've seen this other game where it looks like it's almost Minesweeper. Just these grids yeah. everywhere. But instead of it being click the grid and unlock what's under it, each grid is a different icon. And there's like rings or treasure boxes or different looking treasure crowns and shit. And I'm thinking, okay, this is like a like a match two or match three or line the shit up like Tetris, something like that. But it's not. You just click the boxes and collect the treasure of the box that you click. So if you see a crown and you want a crown, you just click it. And so the entire game is just, and it's like, Oh, I have 300 crowns. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, what do you use those for? Do you use those to buy something or unlock something? And it's like, no, you're just accumulating treasure. What is this? Fable three. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is that? Have you seen no. the kids you know playing this kind no, of okay. okay. They play like the the worst games they play are like the Roblox games. Okay. Uh, are you aware of what Roblox is? Like, have you actually watched someone play? Yeah, it? yeah. And I was like, It's insane. Confounded that they were playing this. <laughs> I was like, What the fuck? I mean, I was used to it after but the first few times I'm like, 
why what are you playing you got and it, especially <laughs> one of my nephews because he played he he plays it less now but he had an xbox i'm like dude what the fuck are you doing i was like you go play the xbox <laughs> like legit <laughs> games and you're playing this oh i like but it roblox is on the xbox i yeah he did start to play it a little bit that now he plays better games but yeah it's fucking bizarre when uh Joni's daughter was like, can you help me get Roblox running on my computer? This was like, I don't know, two or three years ago. Big J. I was like, yeah, whatever. And like you download the main client and I'm sitting there looking at it like, okay, like I downloaded it. Where's the fucking game? <laughs> and she's like, oh, you just click on any of these boxes. And I'm like, what? And so she clicks on a random box and she goes into some world where it's just like someone's box shaped backyard and she's just like running around in it and i'm like what's the point she's like oh well there's like a clown that will come stab you <laughs> I, was like, I was like what yeah. and that's the entire game inside of the game yeah, they have like, like thousands that, that's of it. them and then thousands 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 yeah. and i was like oh my god like okay okay Yep, I guess that's cool. And it's not even like the controls are that great. Like you watch them play, and it's just like fucking almost herky jerky. Oh, it was it ran horrible. Yeah, and this was on like a gaming PC, right? Like my older one, right? Now she's into yandere shit. So, oh, I thought you would know, like Psycho Stalker boyfriend shit. Doki Doki Literature Club. It's it's like an anime trope okay. of uh, I'm going to murder my boyfriend. So she plays as this girl and you can dress and outfit the girl. You know, obviously it's anime shit. So wild clothing, wild hair, jewelry, accessories. Right. And you play through the story of like a boy being mean to you and then you murder them. But you can choose to murder them in like a hundred different yeah, ways i want to play this what and she, she just plays it over and over and over well yeah you gotta murder him a hundred different like... ways <laughs> so bizarre, right and yeah. she does <laughs> it's like well this is better than roblox like i'll take it step up yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least it's kind of cool right right so kyle yes keep your kids away from Mobile games. Oh, my plan is the first game she ever plays is Grand Theft Auto, so I can just breed violence. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sit there with two as she holds the controller and be like, you see that prostitute? Go kill her. Get your money back. <laughs> I'm going to start her young. I already know that her first word will probably be fuck, not dad or mom or anything. It'll probably be fuck. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I've gone back and forth on that a lot. It's so hard for me to come to a concrete decision on that. I I have never cared about swearing in front of the kids and my brother and sister, you know, and my, you know, their, their siblings don't ever say anything about it. My parents <laughs> once in a while will get mad, but I don't know if I care. Somebody has, somebody has a super religious brother. Dana. Dana does. Is that Dana? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You cuss around them too? No, I don't see him as often though. So it's maybe okay. a couple times okay. a year. 
they they're super religious too and, and i have a uh, statue next to the tv it's a small statue probably like this big of baphomet and <laughs> and i they must have noticed it i don't think they've ever come in the house since then <laughs> 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 maybe it's just coincidence but <laughs> it's there i wasn't gonna hide it you know what i mean no 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 they're coming into your home fuck it they can adapt to you right right exactly also for like the 12 to twelve thousand people that listen to this this is like super pre-recorded oh yeah because <laughs> we are all traveling this month for like way too long so yep we're recording the next what, today one. and then on Thursday, and then we're not going to actually be recording for like a month. Yep. <laughs> you know what sucks about that is that in like a week, we've got God of War. Is that that father son game that I keep hearing about? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was an annoying day. I think that game is going to come out the day before we're supposed to do this again. And I guess because everybody's leaving, I'll be able to play it for like 20 minutes the night before, maybe. Yeah, for who knows how long. But dude, it's been getting tens, 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 yep. tens everywhere. I might yep. actually just except, bite the bullet except for that and girl. get it on the PS4. Yeah, you got to play it. It'll still look good. They also said something about it not fully utilizing the PS5's uh, full capabilities. So, I was just looking for a reason to get the five, but like well, financially, I sent you can't justify. Yeah, I, sent, I know, but literally, like you could go. Uh, you can. You could go no, cancel I, your pre-order for Callisto Protocol. Just do the I don't regular even have that edition, much money on it. Regular edition, boom! You got two hundred dollars you can spend on it. Off to the races. The, the whole fucking problem is lately. My job fucking sucks. New general manager, new management entirely pretty much coming through. We lost like 90% of our staff. So like where I used to make like anywhere from 150 to $300 in a five to six hour shift. Now I make like 30 bucks. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. That, like, Why? We, it, oh boy. It's a whole long story. I'll, I'll, I'm yeah. sure I'll delve into it in a minute, but like, so like today I had to dip into my savings to pay bills and I was like, I hate doing that. Like, that's why they're there. That's why we built them. But like, I've never had to do that because I've always been able to rely on, oh, okay, I'm working Tuesday night, 150 bucks. There's the power bill. Now it's like, hey, you worked for six hours on Tuesday. Here's $12. Is it because of the biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got okay. into almost like a physical altercation with this gentleman last week. I said, gentlemen. I'm being I'm taking the high road here. You guys heard it. Um, and he came in eight by himself. I promise we'll get back to talking about the games and talking about the games in a second. But uh, he was so mad about every aspect of his food, all of which I had nothing to do with. And what did he get? What he got he a get? hamburger steak. He got a what the fuck? Yeah. That's his problem. Yeah, right. He got it well done. Yeah. Ordered it ah. smothered with gravy and onions. It's, it's a then, hamburger steak, though. I don't like my ground beef. I uh, bloody. I like if I'm ordering a burger, I'll go midwell. But like my steak steaks, I order yeah. rare. So, yeah, yeah, medium rare. But yeah, if there's ground beef, throws me off for some reason. Yeah. Okay, so I, I agree with you there, but still, like, yeah. so we have one cook. He's brand new because our entire grill line has pretty much Thanos snapped into nothing. Um, 
And so he's mad about how long it takes. Well, sir, I'm just the server. I'm not your cook. He's mad that he doesn't have napkins. Well, the host is supposed to give you napkins when she sits you with the silver. I can bring you some. Uh, he's mad at how hard the biscuits are. I apologize, sir. I can bring you some cornbread if you like. The entire batch is like that, though. So I brought him some cornbread. He's like, this is just unacceptable. I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I don't cook it. He's like, you didn't even bring me jelly. I went, well, sir, company policy is after 11 o'clock. We don't serve jelly unless you specifically ask. What? Yes. With the biscuits? Yes. Actual uh, policy is after 11 o'clock, like, if you order bread, you just get the bread and butter. If you want jelly, you have to be like, hey, I would like some jelly, please. Jelly is a breakfast item. Yes. Okay. And um, right. so then he's like, and these onions, they're just ice cold. Well, I'm so sorry, <laughs> sir. You know, I can go tell my cook to reheat them. And he's just like, you just have a fucking excuse for everything, don't you? <laughs> and I looked him dead in the face and said, I haven't given you a single excuse. I'm telling you how this place is run. And he goes, well, this is completely unacceptable. And I said, I'm so sorry that our $7 meal is not up to your standards. <laughs> and, and the next words out of his mouth were, I would like to speak to your manager, please. Because you can only like, be wow. so nice and like professional for so long. And finally, I was just like, yep. eat a fucking dick, dude. Like, yep. I don't care. Yep. I've cussed out my guests before. I got stabbed in the hand by one. Um... People like to lick their plates clean. So when I was trying to like take his plate, took his fork and I'm not done with that. I learned real quick. That's how I have a scar. Uh, but yeah, uh, business has not gone well. Uh, on average, like a pancake breakfast should take maybe eight minutes to get for us to cook your eggs, bacon and pancakes and everything. We have just no staff to where now it'll take you at least 45 minutes to get your breakfast. Jesus Christ. Fuck that. Jesus. Yeah. Part so of the reason is going there is the quick. I can't, I can't do it anymore. So all my money's gone. It sucks. Hopefully it changes very soon. Well, I'm a, after this vacation, I plan on job hunting. The only reason I haven't done it earlier is because I have paid vacation and like taken two weeks off in the middle of holiday season, like going to get hired at a new place just to be like deuces. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna take this vacation, come home. And then we're hunting. Although I might be going to become a grill cook for the place I work at now. Uh, for like twenty three bucks an hour. At Cracker yeah. Barrel, I'm twenty three dollars yeah, an hour. Shocked they pay that much. That's they almost don't. What, almost what I make. So, I've been there eight years. Almost. I used to be a grill cook. Like, I make more than that. <laughs> it's an almost. almost. <laughs> so, like the district managers coming in to like talk to management and see how the store's running to be like, should this guy get this much? And I like I broke down the math and I was like, look. I used to be able to make XYZ serving for six hours. My rent just went up $400. I'm having a kid. Like, Ugh. if you want me to become a grill cook, you got to compensate and make sure I'm taken care of. $400. Mm -hmm. Every single month. Well, it's not like it goes up 400 every month. No. But, but I, I know. What, Could you imagine? I know. I know. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't like a one-time deposit for renewing the lease. It's I went from 1500 to 1900 a month. That's fucking in it's insane that these places could get away with this shit. I only went to nineteen hundred a month because I signed on for twelve more months. If I went month to month or like three, six or nine, I was gonna be paying twenty three to twenty five hundred a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking insane. This is insane that people get Where away with this shit. Where are they finding like I know that when I used to live in apartments when I was younger, it would be expected every year your rent would go up like fifty bucks a month or yeah. something. And they they knew that they could charge you fifty bucks because you moving out, finding somewhere else, 
paying another security deposit. They just knew that you wouldn't. So it was just a way for them to get a little bit of money out. I would have been fine with fifty bucks. I would have been fine with a hundred. But I think I was I think I was paying like seven hundred dollars for like a one bedroom or maybe it was a two bedroom apartment. And they also knew that if you did choose to move out, they could easily find someone else to move in. So they weren't really worried about it. It would surprise me that the place that you're renting from would feel like well, if Kyle moves out, we'll easily find someone else to move in for nineteen hundred dollars. Oh, month. here's the here's the kicker. Like, how is anybody new yeah. tenants like if they move in to my apartment, they're not going to pay nineteen hundred. Oh they're going to be paying twenty two fifty. I got grandfathered in to where I don't have to pay the current price. All fucking bullshit. It's all bullshit. Who's, who's afford? How honestly? How do you afford this? I. I like, don't live alone. How? Say I what? don't live alone. And yeah. I mean, I was just talking about having to go into my savings. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I was I was some this woman I know contacted me recently asking me about like the old apartments I lived in. because She was looking for a place and she was telling me when I left there, it was just about a thousand dollars, maybe a little bit over for a one bedroom. And I thought that was a lot. And she was telling me that this is four years later. And now they're charging her thirteen hundred dollars to go in there, which is fucking insane. Like these people, everything that they have in there is, or even if it's leased, or even if they're still paying for it, that is not going up. So how can you justify charging people more if it's not like they're just buying it? So now they have this this you know value that's based off of the economy now, or the 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 reach or the prices now on um buildings or whatever you know talk about mm -hmm. it, it it's based <laughs> off something they bought a long time ago so their prices go up just a little bit like insurance or what what have you or having to pay the uh maintenance people so the justification is just it's just them making more money at this point that's mm -hmm. all it is a one bedroom in my complex is like i want to say 1600 Dude, I would be fucking thrilled if I made enough money to fully support myself paying $1,600 a month Yeah, and the rest of my bills. Same. I was doing it for like three months because my rent used to be 1500 So I was living on my own in this three-bedroom. I was paying the bills. I was paying the rent. It was fucking tight, like dollars, but I was able to do it. And then, yeah, yes, Morgan. Do you see this blanket? The does this more like yeah does this remind you of anything like you would see it in someone's house my grandma's. like if you saw yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> this fucking blanket it, it looks like my grandma's blanket uh. <laughs> i fucking hate it i fucking hate it but it's gotta stay on the couch <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right i'm sorry and it's on. so holy it's not even gonna keep you warm it's not no it does nothing, and it's all like all these little flower things are like bunched out, so I feel them in my back. Dana, get rid of the fucking blanket. Thank you. I'm trying to Thank help you. you. It's gotta go. <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? Get rid of it. It's gotta go. Yep. Yep. There we go. It's not. It's not even Halloween themed. What the <laughs> exactly. <fuck is> <laughs> exactly. Then maybe be all right. <laughs>
So yeah, I'm I'm thinking about going to work at Ruth Chris Steakhouse. If you get a job there, that'd be fucking any place oh. where they're yeah, any restaurant like that, like fancier restaurant, that's where it's at. That's yeah, where the I servers mean, was, actually make money. I was money. looking at the menu today because, like, one of my coworkers works two jobs. She works as a cook there and works as a cook here. Uh, she's like, come to Roost Chris. Like, you'd be great there. We need help. And I'm like, hmm. And I was looking at the menu. You can order a porterhouse steak for two. Like, it's designed for two. It's listed on the menu. Porterhouse for two. It's $125. Yep. You want to get like a potato with it? It's like fifteen extra dollars. Like, there's no meals. Everything is just a la carte. What do you want? You want a bottle of wine, bro? Like All for the nice average date for two people to go in there is going to be one hundred and fifty dollars on your tab. And I'm like, man, that's going to be so much nicer than these biscuit wanting pancake eating motherfuckers. Yep, yep. So as soon as I get back from vacation, I'm going to talk to Ruth Chris. Unless I get offered twenty three an hour to be a girl cook, in which case that's kind of hard to argue. Yeah. But it's also... I think that you... <laughs> it's also... Hang on real quick. You said it's going to be easier than these biscuit-loving motherfuckers, but it's actually not because the hardest people to deal with are poor people and rich people. When you have, like, the middle class that are just kind of content with everything they have, it's good. But the poor people always want more, and the rich people always expect what they've always had. So You're fine. not wrong. And I've already ta- thought about that, too, because I'm like, I'm not going to have the same regulars coming in. Like, I'm going to have at least big wig- money. Yeah, I'm going to have some money motherfuckers. And it's not going to be about the turn and burn there. It's going to be about the quality. Right. So I'm already, like, bracing myself for, like, if I do go there, it's going to be a different experience. But holy shit, if I have to listen to people bitch about the fact that apple butter costs 50 cents extra now as of two weeks ago, whereas for 50 years it's been free. And I'm sitting here like, bro, if you want extra ranch or garlic sauce from Papa John's, you got to pay 25 cents a cup. Why are you mad that we're fucking doing it now? Is 50 cents really going to break your bank? Is it really going to like put you over your fucking debt limit? Uh, It's not, but I guarantee you that Cracker Barrel can handle that loss way better than I can. Oh, 100%. I'm not saying they're wrong, but I'm also the guy that really enjoys to tell my guests they're wrong. So they're like, well, why is it 50 cents? And my response is always because I, when I have to tell you cheese or a baked potato or this, that, the third is an upcharge. Well, why do I fucking look like I make the prices? And so I'm always like, because the multimillion dollar corporation that I work for made it. So, and I'm here to tell you that. What's, what's a good middle ground. I'm assuming that. Morgan was referring to Cracker Barrel as the poor people yes. and Ruth's Chris as the rich yes. people. So where could Kyle work? Outback Steakhouse. middle ground. Is, is, is Outback a middle ground? I mean, I go to Outback. Outback feels like. But you're closer to a poor person than a rich. You're person. not wrong, which is why I don't go as often. But like when I do go solo, because I'll go like after a long shift or whatever, and I'll treat myself to a nice dinner and drinks. It's usually like 70 bucks for me. What the fuck? Because the drink? I'll get, I'll generally do like two Knob Creek Old Fashions, uh, the 16 ounce prime rib, a loaded baked potato. um, And then there's an upcharge for that. See, he gets it. But I'm also, I go in there knowing I'm going to spend some money. And like, I'm fine with the upcharge. I'm fine with that. Like, just give me what I want. What I want. If I could go to, Outback 
and spend seventy dollars. I could go to Five Guys three times. <laughs> yeah, and and it's much better. Honestly, five. Yeah, I hate that's yeah, perfect. Outback's terrible, in my opinion. Oh, but. I love their prime rib. And I'm also I've gone there so much that I'm a regular and like friends with the bartender and shit. So I'll get the hookup and all that. So yeah. it's at this point kind of like best for me to go there because it's like I can go to this other place and actually pay full price for my drinks, or I can go across the street and get like a free whiskey and a free beer. The bar Morgan, do you have Longhorn? God, I hate Longhorn. Yes. Yeah. And I actually I don't Do you have Texas Roadhouse? Yeah. The last worse. time I went to the last time I went to, te- I used to like Texas Roadhouse. The last time I went, it was terrible. It just seemed like the rice was fucking thrown in a microwave. The you steak was overdone. A, yeah. Steak, steak and rice. Uh, I think I got some. I got rice. something else too, but I got rice. You can get two sides. I'm a simple man. <laughs> like if I order a steak, I will generally do like a side <laughs> Caesar and a baked potato. All right, so give me a list, Kyle. Longhorn Outback, Texas Roadhouse. Outback, Longhorn, Texas Roadhouse. In that yes. order? Outback is yes. the best. Okay, Morgan. Longhorn Roadhouse, Texas. Wait. Long- <laughs> <laughs> Long- Longhorn, Texas Roadhouse, Outback. Wow, I got Texas Roadhouse. Outback long. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. There's there's literally no middle ground there. This what, what, is just all fucked up. Content that was. That was yeah, that was right. riveting. Kyle. Why are we here? I'm here to talk about the games. Morgan. Talk about the games. There you go. I was about to say you finished it last <laughs> Did, week. Uh... At this point, you just gotta He's not here, Keep so going. it's gonna be a tag team effort. Yep. I don't see anything on the document here. I honestly haven't updated for it. Morgan. I... Like I'd play, I I'd not play any. No, I played Sackboy and Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Forbidden West. But did you play co-op Sackboy? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't like it? No, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's fun. Okay. I think it. It's just the time. Like usually, when we're hanging out, we watch stuff together, or one of us is playing video games. So it's like we don't play it as often as I would like. But I think have you got to any of the music themed levels yet? Ooh, you have my interest where the action and the level goes along with the music. Is it no. done better than Metal Hill Singer? Okay. <laughs> yeah, way better. <laughs> we just better. we just beat I the think, first world, so Okay. I think there's only like three of them okay. in the whole game. Um and the music they pick is fucking t- I think one of them is an Imagine Dragons song. Yeah. Yeah, but the way that they do it is cool. Wait, so is this essentially Little Big Planet Four or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did do one where it was Bruno Mars, and I didn't realize it was Bruno Mars, okay. but Dana said it's Bruno Mars. So. <laughs> yeah, I hate that it would like make me smile. I'd be like, "Oh, that was really creative," but then I'd be like, "Fuck this!" Like, "Fuck Bruno." I Mars. know, but it's the way they use it in the level that works so well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it does. Yeah. That game gets shit on and like made fun of, but I thought it was great for what it is. It was fine great. for what it was. Yeah, that's exactly what I expect. I never played a single Little Big Planet. They were good. I I played the first two and they were really good. I thought. From my understanding, it was just Sony's attempt at creating like a Mario platformer type character. 
Yeah, with a lot of collectible shit. Yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. just looking at that because PlayStation's always been like, my favorite game of all times on that, but I prefer Xbox. So I was like, if I'm going to play a Roger Mario Clank. type platform, uh, no, Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Same thing. Same that's thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh. I'll smack you. Can you uh, <laughs> explain the difference between Sly Sly Cooper is the raccoon. Yes. But who is it made by? Insomniac? Sucker Punch. Sucker the guys punch. that gave you Ghost Insomniac. of Tsushima and Infamous. Insomniac made the Jack and Daxter games? Yes. And or was Spider-Man. That Naughty... No, Naughty Dog did Jack and Daxter. Fuck. And what's the God other damn one? It. Now you're confusing me, Sean. Ratchet and Clank is Insomniac. Definitely. Who does Crash Bandicoot? Ratchet and Clank is Insomniac. Nobody cares. Naughty Dog. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because remember in Uncharted 4, you play Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I never played Uncharted 4. <laughs> I also haven't. <laughs> I just didn't get a yeah, PS4 we... until fucking you sent Way one in late. like 2020. Yeah. Have you played the other three? Yeah, yeah and they're fucking amazing. Dude, you gotta, you gotta yeah. play it, man. Yeah, I do. I will. I also played the other three, but not the fourth. Do you want to rate Little Big Planet, or are you not? <clears throat> I mean, you I, rate yeah, it. I would say four to five. It, I mean, it does exactly what it should. It's a fucking platformer that pulls yeah. it off well. I give it like a sixteen out of twenty. Yeah, so like right in that. Same there. But you really do have to know what you're getting into, because if you went into that expecting Ratchet and Clank, like you're really not <clears> getting that out of it. No, but it's an awesome game to sit on the couch with your girlfriend and play, especially if they can't play video games <laughs> because it doesn't really punish the second person. Yeah, it doesn't. It... For like not knowing what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. Even like the, the Mario and Yoshi games on the Switch are hard to play in co-op because it, it, it's a lot of like punishing. It's You could really fuck with the other person where this one's yeah. very, very minimal. Is that it for you? I mean, I, I'm still playing Horizon Forbidden West, and I just I don't have anything new to say. It's still great, you know. How, uh, do you know like your hour count? Uh, I gotta be close Didn't to twenty. Didn't they finally add that to I, the PS5? No, apparently. But in in the game, you could see it. Uh, um. So I just have you. I just got to the point where you meet Gaia. Without giving anything away. So have have you met the guy? Can I just say that he looks like someone, or is that indestructible? It's not going to Mr. Indestructible for you, right? No. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You could say. Have you met Have you met the guy that looks like George Washington? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Now he's going to be looking. You know those like. <laughs> You know the old colonial hats, like the Captain Crunch yeah. style hats that like come way out on the side? There's the dude that is running like a tribe or whatever. And I swear that they gave him a George Washington hat as like a symbol of him like leading the new Gotta be. world or whatever. Yeah. Kyle. All right. I know we're here to talk about the games, but I have to do a quick pause because you mentioned this. Is this about Captain yes! Crunch? 
I just I wanted to ask all three of us without I guess even arguing or anything. What's your favorite cereal? The world needs to know. Fruity Pebbles, acceptable. Do you have to eat cereal for have a favorite cereal? Yeah, yeah yes, I would say so. Have you never once eaten cereal in your life, Morgan? No, I used to eat a lot of cereal. I don't. I don't eat cereal though. I don't keep cereal. I'll, do you eat oatmeal? I'll have cereal yeah, like twice I, a year. I, I have oats in my morning shake, but I don't like cook yeah. oatmeal. Okay, so we'll know? say honey bunches of oats for Morgan. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fruity pebbles are really good too. Cocoa pebbles are good. Do you ever eat dessert shit that's made out of cereal? Rice Krispie treats or like donuts with cereal? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had donuts okay. with cereal. It's Voodoo Donut has a Captain Crunch donut that is fucking great. But have you had it? it no, it, you. It, but it's Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is only good when it's soggy because that shit is False. so fucking hard. That is False. so hard. You've got to leave it in the milk. When I used to eat Captain Crunch, you've got to leave it in the milk. You are not a man until your mouth bleeds your mouth. from yeah. Captain Crunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is the trial that you have to take. Fucking no. No, and also, just to circle back around, Captain Crunch is my number one. I fucking love that shit. And I'll eat that shit crunchy as hell. Two. Without milk, I'll just reach my hand in the box. Uh, I can eat the crunch berries without milk, but the little... What are they? The, like, peanut butter-flavored bits, the shit that's not with the crunch berries? The actual Captain Crunch? Oh, they don't, what, is they don't, what shape is They that? don't taste like peanut butter. They have a peanut butter Captain Crunch. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. Oh, my God. But that has the balls in it, right? <laughs> The uh, uh, <laughs> fucking child. <laughs> I don't know why. It was funny. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Look, there's Those already a 13 year age that. gap. Come on. You can't tell me you didn't. You used no, to Morgan, laugh at Morgan dick laughed. and ball jokes. Morgan laughed. I was holding back my laugh. <laughs> See? Morgan's already there with me. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's just funny. All right. Dick and ball jokes are funnier than poop and fart jokes. It has the rice spheres and <laughs> the grain spheres. Uh, let's get back to the games. I just wanted to know your favorite cereals. Because Captain Crunch ranks. I just here. smelled Captain Crunch. Yeah. Manifested it that much? Like, I just... I can smell it right now. That's weird. I don't smell Anyway, it. did Morgan play anything else? Nope. Horizon Fit, Britain West. <laughs> That's it. Did you say you don't smell oh. it? <laughs> 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 Would you change your rating of Horizon or keep it as is? I did play something else. I played the pedestrian for five minutes and I got a thousand of a thousand achievement points. Oh yeah, you I sent us that it. link. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's easy. Do it. I would do it quick because it was uh someone found a way to get into the developer thing. <clears throat> so I don't know if they patch it, but. That's what it is. Is this a serious game made by a serious company? Like yes, or is it a bullshit? No, it's a serious puzzle game, and, and they just someone recently found out how to get to the developer thing. Um, is the game the little dude making his way through sign? Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Yep. Did you have to play any of the actual game to get the achievements? It's mostly what you're doing is you're bringing up the developer thing, loading a level, an achievement will pop. You load another level. Sometimes you got to go okay. through something, but everything is like, it's like a couple seconds for most of them. 
The last one was a little more. That involved. game looks horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. John, did you play anything? Oh, me? Yeah, you. You always go last. No, he goes first. Potato Padildo. <coughs> I played... What? That's how I cough. <laughs> no. I think he was making the face Kyle of my said. Potato Padildo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really sad that I'm not recording like the video of this because I meant to tonight, and I just never launched my OBS, and now I'm sad. Oh, yeah. We're not on Twitch. Yeah. No. I After last night, I'm just so fucking tired. I'm so sad. So, I'm so sad. Who would you go see? August Burns Red? Uh, no, Bad Omens. Okay. <laughs> they were playing with Make Them Suffer, Dayseeker, and Thousand Below. Dude, I'm old as shit. Um, you, you know any of those bands, Morgan? Nope. From what I... <laughs> I don't know what kind of music Morgan listens to. I think we all said that he listens to different shit than like the other three of us. But... I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be a fan of any of them, Sean, except for maybe Make Them Suffer. They're closer to the... And I say closer, but they're not exactly uh, the death metal scene. Uh, Bad Omens, though, their singer is probably the best in the scene right now. His range is fucking unbelievable. He sounds flawless live. They put on a fantastic show. It was a magical fucking night. I was so happy to see him. Is it similar to Three Days Grace? No. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Like I will ride or die. Oh God! Grace with Adam Gontier. So uh, I was at Walmart the other day, and this guy goes, "Hey man, I really like your tattoos." And I was like, "Oh, oh we're back." To- Let's hear this. And I just I didn't even look at him. I just I was looking at whatever was on the shelf in front of me, and he was behind me, and I was just like, "Thank you," but I didn't hear any footsteps. <laughs> uh, you know, and I was like, "Oh no!" Like he's gonna be. St- you know, like that generic movie shit. He's right behind me, <laughs> you know? And I turn around and he's like, I just got my first one the other day. And I was like, oh, you no. can't crush his dream, Sean. So of course, of course, it's right here on his shoulder. And he lifts up his sleeve and it looks horrible. Fucking like terribly, terribly. Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, right? Terribly. You said it weird, but Very it's a, poorly it's a word. done. That sounds better. Tattoo. And he's like, I'm pretty sure you know what this is. And I I was like, oh, yeah, that's, like, that's pretty cool. And I always feel bad. And especially when like, feel bad about blowing people off when they're like staring right at me. But I also am kind of curious where people get their shitty tattoos from around here. So I was like, where did, did you get it in town? And he was like, yeah, I got it at Ink Vibes. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, I was like, okay, well, you know, like, cool. Like, mental note. Don't go to Ink never Vibes. Never go to Ink <laughs> Vibes. And I think he really wanted me to respond showing that I knew what it was. But I had no clue what it was. And he was like, it's lateralis, man. The fuck is the tool uh, album? Yes, yeah. And and I was like, oh yeah, I know what lateralis is. And he was like, he kind of stared at me, like wanting to be like, I love tool also. I fucking hate tool, but <laughs> I do too. Fucking hate it. I love their bassist. Mad respect there, but as a band, I just can't stand. 
So I when I get my videos. like sleeve so what's done, what's somebody doing getting their their first tattoo in 2022 is a fucking tool tattoo. Maybe uh, he just worships Maynard Keenan or whatever the fuck his name maybe. is. Maybe. Yeah, Maynard James Keenan. Yeah. So when I get like my sleeve done, Sean, I can't I can't show you guys and talk about it. I'm just gonna have to. No, we're friends, so that's you... different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. Morgan and I have talked about tattoos in relative detail. But the first time he talked to me about tattoos was not okay. <laughs> it wasn't. I agree. I agree. And I broke <laughs> I broke my own rules. But if I didn't break my own rules. Yeah. You know. Well, according to your side of the story. I got to hear According this. to mine, it still would have. <sighs> you got to go way back on the. Yeah. One of the first couple Trouble Helix episodes. Oh, yeah. God, you're to make me go listen to a podcast. <clears throat> no, I'll tell you again, but we're already at an hour. But I'll, right. Well, did you play any games? Let's get through the hour then. Did you play any games? No, we're here now. We're here well, now. Play Colt of Lamb again. I'm actually really curious about that, though. Like, that's in his dock. I, I played it for 30 minutes and I ran through like a couple runs of the dungeon. I just, Same. there's not enough there to keep me interested. So I can't bring myself to delete it because I do feel like oh, I'll play it again, but I probably won't probably in like a month. I won't have played it again and then I'll delete it. But I was staring at it yesterday specifically being like, I should delete this and something was preventing me from, deleting it but like i'm not interested in it uh i I don't know what did i give the 14 out of 20 i think every time i've rated it it's gone yeah you started at like a 16 and then like a 14 and then so then i i talked about how weird pillars of eternity was on console so i said i was going to download it on the pc and i did i only got to play it for like three or four hours but it's awesome on PC. It does suck that you got to sit here at your desk with the mouse and a keyboard, but it's super deep, like deep to the point that you kind of don't have a fucking clue what's going on. All of your people you control. I think there's four in my party. Now everybody has their own separate, skill points that you give them and then everybody has their own ability points that you buy into an ability tree with and then you have to gear out every single person too so it's very much like an old classic jrpg but it has that american like build to it and it's like piratey kind of like there's nothing japanese about the game just the systems feel very like an old like Super Nintendo RPG right. or a PlayStation 2 RPG. And you actually get to go out onto a world map and explore and walk yourself like from town to town on like the overhead view. You know, like how like Final Fantasy VI, you'd have the town and you'd leave the town and it would go yeah. to the top down map yep. and you'd have to walk yourself to the next town. Games don't fucking have that anymore. I can't remember the last game I played where 
you physically have to run your party like tales of arise did it yeah and that shit was great but even tales had that third person view where you're kind of just walking down linear corridors right for like two or three maps and then you get to the next town this has the full open world map but the fact that i gotta sit here at my computer in a house i'm never at i probably i don't don't know (laughs) maybe i'll play it again Kyle. All right, so this might be like <clears throat> touchy subject or you don't want to answer it, but I've got to ask because you keep mentioning how you're never at this house. Why don't you guys just live together? Why isn't all your shit there? Or she there? Uh, we, we talked about oh, this space. last episode that rent here is $2,000 minimum and I pay $250 to live here. Oh. So I guess in a way, I mean, we basically do live together. I'm just not helping her split the rent, (laughs) which which I guess is kind of fucked up, but yeah, we have been looking, but I, I can't afford it. She can't afford it. She can afford to pay what she pays now. Like if they raised her rent 400 bucks, like I probably have to move in there to help her pay for it. And I would have no fucking space, you know, cause on every other week she has both her kids there and it's a two bedroom place. We took her garage and converted it into a bedroom. Like we drywalled the garage. We put carpet down. We covered the garage door with this big, like fluffy, like wall, yeah, yeah. like a mattress wall or whatever. So that she could have a bedroom and her kids could have the two actual bedrooms. So other than that, there's a living room. So we've talked like, just make the living room like your office room. And it's like, okay, so we'd be doing the podcast right now. And you'd see somebody like getting something out of the refrigerator. (laughs) It's like, eh. Like, I don't It's nice having your own space. Like, I feel you there. That's why I've got three beds instead of the two, because I always wanted, like, an office space and then, like, a roommate room or a guest room. That's been the stipulation on us renting or buying something is that it has to have one extra room that is just for, like, my shit. Yeah. Like, I don't, I hate the, the man cave phrase. Yeah. And I don't need a man cave. I just need a place to put my computer and my, my TV and like my shit that I've amassed over the years. No. Cause that involves like signs of like beer companies. Yeah. And like football jerseys (laughs) under frames. This is say something about football. (laughs) Or like a deer skull. Oh God. Yeah. I think Dale has like an autographed uh, hockey jersey. And he his. does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dale's that guy, though. Yeah. I'm not that guy. I mean, I've got signs and like LEDs and shit, but I don't have like Miller Lite signs back here. So. <laughs> I mean, what you've got is similar. Like, I don't have the pop collection, <clears throat> but like just that space where it's like I got to do a podcast or I want to do the- or I would like to get the fuck away from you for the night 
where can I go? And like right now I can come here, but like, I really don't, I'm here when we do this and like, that's kind of about it. I would like, and maybe this weekend to like actually sit here and like maybe play some more of that pillars of eternity. But it's just so weird for me to listen to you talk about like, it sucks sitting at the computer to play a game. Cause like my Xbox, my PlayStation, my switch, everything is hooked into my rig right here. Oh, so like, even if I'm playing no, just I'm my a, I'm switch, couch guy. Yeah, I'm here on my PC monitor. Ouch. I mean, I have, so like my PC monitor is right here. My TV is right there. So like, they're just like stacked above each other. But like the idea of it, it's the chair. It isn't the PC monitor. It's I want like the couch or the recliner or something, not not the office chair. I feel you there because like it's weird. Ever since I started streaming and doing like YouTube and shit, I've finished and played less games than like back in the day where I would just sit down on my couch and like, all right, let's fucking play Army of Two for four hours. And now it's like I kind of just want to go watch Netflix or Hell's Kitchen or something. Like if I'm at this desk, I'm like, I got to be creating content. So I did move like my 360 that's... into my bedroom to try to like break that. And that's where like I've been playing Assassin's Creed 2, which has been nice. And I'm just like, I can just kind of vibe nostalgically here. But then I'm also like, well, I should be working. <laughs> I could be doing other things. Yeah. That that feeling is what I felt since Elden Ring. Where it's just like with the time that I have. Do I really want to play this game? And then almost almost every game has been like. No, like Pillars of Eternity seems great. But it's also you can tell it's a very slow paced game. And so it's like, do I want to commit like 50, 60 slow ass hours to this game? It's just like, no, I'd rather play Elden Ring. Or I'd rather do something else. Like a lot of people complain about this game's $60. This game's $40. I'll buy it when it's $20. For me, it's not about the money. It's like the time. Am I, am I willing to spend like I spent 120 hours twice playing persona five. And it was like, I love that game. It was totally worth it, but I'm not going to spend 120 hours playing fire emblem which is relatively similar just because i i just played persona and i already did i don't know that's really been the thing lately right yeah yeah like there's so much other shit you could do that is this game worth giving up the other thing i could be doing no i I I agree like i'll sit down on my computer and like i'll turn on my system and i'll turn on like my little preamp processor guitar thing over here and then my system just auto shuts off an hour later because i've just been working on like guitar stuff and music production stuff for like an hour or two and i'm like oh fuck i was supposed to be playing this but i don't even have other significant hobbies like you do like you're talking about i could be working i could be practicing i'm talking about i could just not be doing anything (laughs) 
You need those, and though. I think I'd rather be doing that than... Doing nothing and taking a break uh, is like awesome. Cult, cult of the Lamb or whatever. But yeah, that's all that I played. I am... I'll be picking up God of War on release day and playing it immediately. So I think I'm just going to... I mean, what is that, like five days from now? Yeah. The ninth? I think yeah. I'm just going to hang out hang out and wait. Yeah, there's no reason to start anything. I almost feel bad. Like, I started Horizon at the worst time because I know, I know I'm probably halfway and I already put 30 hours into it. You know, so it's... I think mine was like 50, okay. maybe, but that was for the Platinum. Yeah, okay. Okay. So you might be getting there. Yeah, good. Good. It's hard to remember. It's so weird yeah. that to me, like 50 hours to 100% or platinum is acceptable. Because then you look at like Red Dead or Elden Ring or Persona, and I'm like, fuck. Well, I think my Elden Ring was like 70 or 80-ish, maybe. I'm at like I, 120 the... hours in my first playthrough still. Did you... Did you 100%? No, because I missed one weapon in the fucking Grand City, and then I got to do the alternate endings. Ah, so someone else. Someone could drop it for you. Right. Someone could drop it for you. They could just drop it. You pick it up, put it in your inventory, and it should pop. Ooh, say less. But I still have to do three yeah. endings, and I did not create a save file. So, But part of it was also because I wanted to... Like, I love the game so much that I wanted to just keep playing it, because I did it with Dark Souls 1 through 3. That's what I did with Sekiro, and I totally fucking regret it. look the difference is morgan you and i have finished sekiro somebody in this call has not and i could have gone and played that all this time (laughs) and i'm just not going to i finished it two and a half times more like two and three quarters but that final boss fight in sekiro holy fuck it was terrible kyle can i can I share a story before you do yours? Sure. I don't have much to say anyways. <clears throat> oh, you want to go ahead and round it up then? Yeah. Um, round it off. Let's see. We recorded yeah. last Friday. Round it. Round it. Cut. Round. Cut. I play. And... I finished Soma. Thousand out of a thousand, which is really easy uh, to do. All you got to do to f- get a thousand is beat the game. How many no hours? No missable achievements. Nothing. How many hours? Um, uh, How many hours? Seven, eight. Oh, that's too long for me. Yeah, I mean, it, it is like an actual story game, <laughs> but uh, solid fucking game. I'm not gonna say life changing experience like a lot of people were saying when it comes to horror games. Like atmospherically, it was creepy, but a lot of it's sensory overload shit, flashing lights and a lot of noise, like to just create uh, yeah. unease. Not actual like jump scares or not even just like a crazy villain. There's like three areas in the game where you can actually die. And a lot of the rest of it's just like, oh, but you might. Oh, Oh, you looked up my playtime? Yeah. You also have to factor in the fact that I was streaming it and talking to chat Uh, and dying and walking away. Right, okay. That's right. Right. So So probably seven. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the story itself was really cool. Like, I would have actually just, like, read that or watched a movie on it. Uh, so, I mean, overall experience, I'll give it a C plus. Like, worth playing. I bought it. Unfortunately, it's on Game Pass now, so I'm fucking mad about that. So, <laughs> like, I would recommend it now that it's free for you guys. But, you know, I'm out 30 bucks. 
And then uh, I played some Super Animal Royale, which we've talked about a few times. Uh, just gaming with friends and shooting the shit for like an hour or two here and there. Um, that's always going to be like an A+, solid game, fun. And then I re-downloaded Fallout 76, but I've not actually played it. I've got a lot of hours in it. I'm like level 50-something or whatever, but like my hard drive died. So I had to go and actually like reinstall it on my fucking internal and everything. And then by the uh, time it so reinstalled annoying. and updated and everything, I was like, I'm going to bed. Yep. Do you know uh, Maddie plays on YouTube, Kyle? The name is familiar, but I wouldn't be able to. All right. He's like a huge Fallout fan. Okay. And he does a lot of Fallout related content and he does a podcast that I listen to. And. him and a lot of the dudes that he has on the podcast always end up talking about fallout and he seems to talk to a lot of people that also really love fallout so i hear a lot of huge fallout fanboys talking about it and all of them just despise fallout 76 really and they just rip on it and rip on it but then they'll go to bat for fallout 4 you know, to the people that didn't like that. You and Dale are the only two single people that I've ever heard that like that game. But I know that the two of you aren't just playing it alone. You must be running into other people that are also playing it. Or is it just the two of you in like an empty world running around doing shit? So when you say alone, you mean me and him alone in the wasteland. Not solo, solo. Right. Yeah, because I was about to say, generally when I play, I'm playing with him. Um, we have right, come across I'm... people before. I it's, I think I made like 16 YouTube videos on our channel about 76. And not even about it, but just like Let's Plays and funny moments and shenanigans and shit. And there's like one episode where it's pretty much strictly PvP. Like we just wanted to bully these kids and then we bit off more than we could chew. And then we got our asses clapped. And um, you go on. You truly like it? Yes. To the same extent, to the, to the same extent as three, four, New Vegas, or do you kind of just stand up for? It's it? a different experience to me. I, I can't honestly compare them because, like, when they announced seventy six and when they showed it and when they were talking about it, I set my expectations low because I was like, "All right, it's the Fallout world. Cool, we get more of that. That's not going to suck." Bethesda's always been really good at world building, lore building, even like with the books in Skyrim. Like you could. There's shit in the world. It was empty because of the lack of NPCs, but like I went into it knowing this is not a Fallout game. <clears throat> this is more of a Fallout experience with friends. And that's the only way I've played it. I haven't gone in solo, except for maybe two or three hours. Like after Dale gets off and I'm like, I'm going to finish this quest. Or before he gets on while I'm waiting on him to take a 45-minute shit, I'm like, I'm going to do this. So... Did you ever play... Did you ever play Destiny? Yeah, I played the shit out of Destiny 1. I've never launched Destiny 2. Right. But I, I do love 76. <laughs> but I, I think it is... The way that they have supported it has been fantastic. Now it feels more like a Fallout game. There's NPCs, there's quest lines. Like, there's shit in that world. There's a lot in the game now. When it launched, I understand why people hated it. Why Fallout fans shit on it? I don't know because I love three, four, and New Vegas, and yes, I love four too. I love yeah, I, that's probably my favorite. One. I've enjoyed all of them, and I just 
I don't know. There's something fun about running around in the wasteland with a buddy and like you see a super mutant and you run up and you fuck him up. Like, have <laughs> I paid attention to the quest line or story of 76 at all? No. Do we? So you're just going in and fucking around. Yeah. Like, we're still doing quests to level up, but 90% of the time he and I are just shooting the shit the whole time to where I'm not paying attention to the dialogue, but I'm just having fun playing Fallout with a friend. Got it. All right. Did you rate Soma? Oh, uh, yeah, plus. I said C+. Plus. Oh, this fucking... Oh, C. And then, I mean, blanket. Super Animal Royale is always like an I a fucking hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Get rid of the blanket, Dana. Get rid of it right now. Thank you. No oh. more podcast episodes until that blanket's gone. Gone. I need it out of here. <laughs> I want to share a story with you guys. Is this the Morgan story that I was asking about, or is this a different story? Oh, no, this is a different okay. story. I guess we'll have to see. See where we are. I'm almost out of moonshine, and I'm really sad. I'm not. Let's make some more. I didn't make it. A uh, co-worker's been making it, but he's got like 40 years experience doing it. Like, he's an <clears throat> old southern boy. So he's... You should uh, sh- share his name and address. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> his name is John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. And he lives at uh, P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Where'd you come up with that address? I know, it was really quick. <laughs> Finding Nemo, dude. Oh. Oh. Do you not? Oh, right, of course. Of course. Do you of not course. know that? Duh. <clears throat> God, you guys are such fucking boomers. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm dying to hear the story. This, the anticipation's killing me. What's the Xbox button that's the most furthest left button X. on the left? X. If you're talking on like the face, it yeah, the face oh, X. Yeah. X X X Y. Is it A B and then X Y? Okay. The positioning of the X right. button was... is the reason I have trust issues. <clears throat> Yeah. Look at Xbox, PlayStation, well, Don't even get Nintendo. us started on the... Nintendo's the fucking worst. But they were original. They did it first. I don't... Why would B come first? I don't know. I don't know. Because you're Japanese. Like, they're just like, oh. Everything's backwards. Put this one there. Lead right to left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Kyle. <laughs> that. That is probably the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's right. Totally I was right. making a joke, but actually, after <laughs> but, saying it, I'm like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Oh, my, I just blew my own mind. <laughs> yeah. God wow. damn it! That makes perfect right. sense. Right. Fuck. Okay. I won. I don't even want to Google it. That's just that's like canon Kyle now. That's the, the king of the podcast that, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. My own genius. So Joni's kid. Oh has one chore her son his chore is to take out the trash he doesn't have to take it out every day when he gets home from school he's supposed to look at it and if it's if it if he comes home from school and it's relatively empty and we fill it up with shit he doesn't really have to take it out till the next day okay right because i'm not gonna be like hey it's 10 30 go fucking take the trash out it's full now He, he does it like half the time and last night I was making eggs and I had a bunch of fucking eggshells and I couldn't fit them in the trash because it's like overflowing. So I just put them on the floor in front of the trash. <laughs> can. 
<laughs> and was like, he can clean this shit up tomorrow when he takes out the trash because the trash has been full for like two days. Joni was like, I guess I got to put some kind of punishment on this because he knows he's supposed to do it. And it's been two days and he hasn't. So his punishment was for today, like no TV, no YouTube, no games. Read a book. So I was like, I got a podcast tonight. And he's just sitting there in the living room, like bored to death because he has nothing to do. And he was asking his mom, like, can we like play a fucking like board game or something? And I'm like, ah, oh. like, I feel bad for her. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't I don't want you to have to play a board game. Bro, board games you are know, awesome. Like, I mean, Morgan likes board games, but I don't think he likes Monopoly. Fucking love Monopoly. Like, I don't think that's the kind of. Well, Kyle, you're free anytime. Come over and play board games. <laughs> Bro, say less. I'm on my way, with, Big J. I'll take care year of old. I need practice anyways. Yeah. I got this idea. Like, let him play games. And you play with him because it's a good, like, bonding experience for, like, you and the kid. But since it's supposed to be a punishment... He has to play Dark Souls 3. <laughs> it's, it's one of the few games on disc that's at the house. And I was like, you two just play it and like switch off every time you die. See how far you can get. I was like, he won't have fun. So it will be a punishment. And he's like, I heard that game's really hard. Is it just super grindy? And I was like, not really. It's just really hard. And he's like, okay, well, that'll be fun. Like, let's play it. So I left. I came over here. Ten minutes ago, I get a text that just says, this sucks. From Joey. (laughs) I don't know if that meant that she's playing the game or that she's bored or something happened at home, right? And I'm like, what's going on? And she... (laughs) Sends me a picture. Have you played three more? No. Not Have you no. not? Okay. No. So she sends me a picture of Judex Gundir, who's the like first the boss. very first little like end of tutorial boss that you fight. And she's like, it's impossible to kill this guy. According and when we get Dark close, Souls, he morphs. Sorry, I was looking him up. <laughs> I was looking him up, but I did it by voice, so the answers. So he's literally like first ten minutes in, but he, because you're stuck at level, you know, ten or whatever when you get there. I remember him being somewhat annoying, but maybe you fought him like three or four times because as soon as you get him down to half two-thirds health he does that bloodborne thing where he turns into like the black oily Mm -hmm. like a monster type shit and then he gets like twice as fast and twice as big and i was like just lock on to him get really close hold your shield up and walk around him in circles it's like the that's like generic dark souls advice for like anything yeah and She's like, how do you lock on? (laughs) 
And it's like, oh, like, how did you make it this far? Right. If you haven't been locking on to this shit, because there's probably 10 or 15 like little soldiers that you got to kill on the way there. And she's like, okay, like, I'll try that. And then a couple of minutes later, I get a text. How do you heal yourself? (laughs) (laughs) This is like, oh, like he must be absolutely miserable. Kyle. Yes. So I just, I want to circle to like L3, R3 and everything because they're not listed on the controller. And I remember the first time I ever got slide Two band of thieves, my favorite game of all time in the history of ever that far supersedes everything. It's one of the, like, I was a young lad. So I'm going there, I'm playing the game, and, like, one of the tutorials is, like, press R3 to ping. And I'm looking at this controller for, like, five minutes. So lost. Like, what the fuck? And then uh, I had to ask my cousin, because I was playing on his PlayStation. I was like, what's R3? And he's like, oh, it's the sticks. You gotta... And I was like, these are buttons? Holy shit! So... It's quite an experience I'm, to realize that there's extra buttons built into your joysticks. I mean, he's played Jedi Fallen Order. I haven't. And he's played... I don't know how in-depth the controls get with Minecraft, but he plays Minecraft a lot. Like, you don't make it through Jedi Fallen Order without using yeah. stick buttons, do you? I think there's you gotta there's a lock-on for there, game. too, for that, I thought. Right, because isn't it that it's that soul style combo? Yeah. Unless he just didn't never locked on. Oh. Fucking Jesus! <laughs> could you imagine? Maybe he's just swinging no. wildly. Like these, these games are hard enough. Imagine going through the Dark Souls three tutorial, never having played a Souls game before, and missing the part where it tells you that the R three will lock on, and just being like, okay, 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 and then getting into that game and thinking that you actually have to like correctly maneuver terrible moral of the story is he's probably going to take out the trash from now on like he's supposed to (laughs) (laughs) so he doesn't have to play dark souls 3 with his mom it's back it's back to dark souls 3 um so the tattoo story man how many times have we told this twice at least that's not many, considering how many episodes of podcasts have been done. And also, hopefully, in terms of, like, this one, no new cast members will come in, because four is already plenty. So, this should yeah. be the last time you tell the story. Alright, I'll I'll start it, and then Sean can interject with his differences. Well, yeah, because there's two different yeah, stories. Yeah, there's two different I'm stories. Really curious about. But mine's the real one. Okay. <laughs> noted he claimed it first sean so whatever you say is just hearsay so obviously we were both managers at gamestop and every year they would do a manager's conference the first like but for my first year there was at lost hey they just beat him las vegas what's that they they just beat beat him oh nice yeah did did she just (laughs) run in circles with the shield up yeah, I think well, so. I'm proud of you guys. Yeah. You did it. Go, go yeah, that's anyways. awesome. So GameStop managers meeting. So anyways, it was Can it was I. my third year there and we were at Vegas and uh we're at Mandalay Bay and I fucking forgot my chapstick. And my, my lips are so 
That's just so dry. <laughs> that, that's the important part of the story. Yes, that is because there's this little shop in Mandalay Bay. It was like, it's probably about as big as, smaller than this room. Maybe about as big as this room. Anyways, a little shop. in this podcast can <clears throat> see your room. Yeah. Just think of a normal room. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I knew that. Uh, this room, this room, it was about the size of a normal yeah. room. <laughs> Um, and I knew they had chapstick, so I stopped there. And there's this guy in front of me, and he had neck tattoos. And it's like it was it's it's a cardinal rule not to ask about like fucking tattoos and pain and stuff if you have a good amount of tattoos. But I decided, oh, oh, did that hurt? I was like, I don't even know why. I think I I I, the only (laughs) the only the only thing I could think of. No, it's a whole throat. The only thing I think of was I, I wanted to start a conversation. That's the only thing I could think of. You know. Did you was it obvious that I worked at GameStop? Yeah. Or okay, it wasn't like I could have just been some guy that no, was No, we all had just gotten out of one of the big uh halls. Okay. You know how they had everybody in the main Mandalay Bay arena. We had just gotten out of one of right. those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, right. so the chance of it not being you was, or, or not being a GameStop employee, was very low. That makes it not as bad, right? Well, now he's backpedaling already because it's cause a you're co. It's a coworker. Story. Yeah, yeah. It's not a total rando. Um. So yeah, I asked him, and uh, that was that. And then <clears throat> I don't remember. He must have seen me, from what he says at. One of the wait, we would have like breakfast and lunch in this these this big fucking hall, right? And they would just serve like buffet style. So you would have like, you know, in this big hall, five to ten sections where you just go up and get your food. And he ended up sitting with me and my buddy. Um, and then I saw him the next year, and that's when like we switched, we we got each other's Facebook accounts in Austin. Oh, how sweet. That was. So in Austin, this is how I remember specifically. I don't remember the part you sitting down to eat with us, but you said it and it kind of like sparked something in my memory, but still like not 100%. All right. But I remember. This is what happens when you do a podcast with guys that are over a decade older than you. Their memory is already going, guys. Exactly. But I do remember. (laughs) I remember the next year I saw you in front of one of the conference halls before we were going to go in and we talked then. And then I saw you at the burger place like the last day. And you're like, oh, let me get your Facebook. Maybe someday I'll come up to the East Coast. Northeast. So what he's saying is what I remember. But I remember it being the opposite. So he's saying that the first time that we met, the first year, was chapstick and did your tattoo hurt? And then the next year he says that I remember sitting and eating with them. I think that might've been the first year. still. So. I'm not a hundred percent. So, so here's my version of the story is I hated my district manager and I hated all the people in my you know, the other store managers in my district. 
and they're all like, we got to hang out together. We got to eat together. Stay with your people. Stay with your DM. I remember going to this area to get my food, looking around, seeing nobody anywhere and feeling like, oh, shit, I'm going to be that guy that either has to go eat by himself or like just sits at a random table. So I'm kind of walking around like that moron looking for somewhere to be because I got nowhere to go. And I see this dude sitting down with like complete full sleeves and tattoos on his hands. This guy I've never seen before, (laughs) never had a conversation with, definitely didn't talk to him about chapstick or tattoos (laughs) the year before. And I'm just like, hey, can I sit here? Oh, it's high school all over again. And he was like, yeah. And Jesus, what year was this? It was, this was 2011. 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the last year was it's like 10 years ago. There was a little more comfort and like, Oh, another guy with a lot of tattoos. We probably got shit in common. Whereas today it would be like, this just, this is just some guy. Yeah. Like who, who the fuck he probably like does construction work Listen to Drake. and is an asshole. <laughs> Now I don't want to get tattoos. <laughs> and we had like an interesting conversation. And then I think I remember like running into him the next day or later or whatever and being like, oh, like, let's keep in touch. And I knew nothing ever about that previous year meeting until like two years ago when Morgan is like, actually, I met you <laughs> like the year before. I forgot my chapstick. and i was like and i was like no that like that didn't happen and he was like you remembered me from the year before when you asked to sit at the table because you knew me and i was like i didn't know you dude like i just saw you coming on really strong i wanted to to (laughs) sit down but the more that he explained it the more obvious it is that I just completely forgot because he saw me and recognized me and he thought, Oh, this is that guy I knew from last year. Whereas I just thought, here's this guy I just met. And (laughs) it was like, well, like, I guess it's so fucking weird thinking of you, Sean, as like a GameStop manager. Because like that, that's how you met me. No, I met you as a seasonal employee when I was technically your boss. I was the SGA after I had already been. Yeah. GameStop manager. And that's what was really weird to me. Cause you're <laughs> like, yeah, I used to be manager. And I was like, why am I telling him to vacuum the floors? <laughs> like I'm sitting here counting the money and I'm like, Hey, go ahead and get the vacuum. And I'm like, this guy used to fucking run a GameStop. What the fuck is going on? And then after I left, he became a manager again. And I'm like, you should have just come back as a manager. It was so weird. Cause there was like six months that he was a seasonal, like they, they kept him on until like January or whatever. And then like I left, but it was so weird. Cause he came back and he was like, yeah, I was a manager. I'm like, cool. Great. Um, go greet that guest. And don't forget to give him a flyer. And, <laughs> and he was so chill I, about it though. He never bitched. He's just like, okay. I could only work a, like two shifts a week. Cause my mom was at home. Yeah. And so I couldn't, I couldn't have a full-time job, but as weird as it is, 
I loved Black Friday as an employee. I did too. I thought that shit was so fun. And I went to Steven and I was like, hey, can I help you for like November, December? And he was like, fuck yeah. Like, of course. Like, all these holiday hires we have are terrible. So I stick them at the front and say, you know, here's a flyer. Welcome to GameStop. Like, that's all we ever really had them do. You know, I used to love Black Friday. And he was like, he's like, yeah, come and help. And then I just stuck around, like you said. And then my mom went into a home and it was like, I need a job now. Like, and luckily it worked out. But I remember like my first Black Friday as SGA with Keys. I was there Thanksgiving evening at like 9 p.m. to get ready for like the midnight open. Worked until like, oh, that must, Jesus Christ. I worked until like 4.30 in the morning, went home, took a nap, came back at like 2, came back and closed the store. I remember the first year that retailers started doing that midnight Thanksgiving shit. That was the last year I worked. And I remember GameStop, GameStop being like, we will never have our employees come to work on Thanksgiving next year. We will never do midnight. And then the, the next year it was I did like, a midnight. Yeah, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did the midnight thing for a year or two. And then I think they started doing the Thanksgiving day shit. Yeah, one of the guys told me that they like, did fuck that. I'm super happy the Thanksgiving day shit didn't happen when I was there. And I'm more mad though. Cause like Thanksgiving is a mandatory holiday at Cracker Barrel. It's our busiest day of the year. And I'm like, Fuck all of you. I had a lady bitch at me last Thanksgiving. Year. Yes. Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day. That Thursday. Like we're we're open. Is it a bunch of single people coming in? Uh old they couples, families who don't want to cook, single people. Like so many people. And so Man, it's one day a year. Can't you fucking cook and There are two yourself? days a year that nobody should have to work, in my opinion. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Two, two day unless it's emergency shit. That that's yeah. it. Like Retail restaurants. And it's stupid. It makes no sense. They just want the extra dollar. But like my go-to response, whether it's a Monday or a fucking Thanksgiving or a February, you know, hey guys, how you doing? Oh, we're good. How are you? You know, living the dream. That's just the standard sarcastic fucking like, I don't want to be here and they all know it, but like, hey, living the dream don't or another day guy. in paradise. That's always a good one. Don't be, um, but don't, don't be. Don't. This lady you gotta, is so fucking you mad stop at me. Because I greeted her and I was like, living the dream. And she's like, you all need to fix your fucking attitudes. And I was instantly like, we're here because of you. And then she was like, I want to speak to your manager. And I was like, okay. I hate Thanksgiving at Cracker Barrel. She can't, she can't prove that you're being sarcastic. You could just say that she's misunderstanding your personality. Yeah. You know, I'm just a dick. This isn't sarcasm. I, I love being here. Yeah. Like prove that I don't love being here. I've been showing up for eight years. <laughs> Jesus. It's time. I th- Go get that other job. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan after this vacation. My whole thing was I wanted to leave the industry. But, like, my store's gone so downhill that I'm just at the point where I need money again. And if I can go to a different experience, I guess, and try to figure out my life, great. So, 
Who's got wise words of wisdom because we're at like two hours of straight up bullshitting. Which I said <sighs> we would do. I said we could talk out of our ass. And we have successfully diarrhea all over the podcast. I got some. My words of wisdom. Oh. Lock on. Get close. <laughs> Strafe around. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It it does not work in Elden Ring, which is super cool that they kind of took that. I, I mean, is it cheese? It's not really. I mean, you're not tricking anything. No. You're not fucking. I wouldn't anything, say it's cheese, really. But you're just abusing. It was ridiculous. Boxes. I think in Dark Souls two and three, <clears throat> I don't remember one well enough. You seriously almost seven eighty percent of the bosses you could kill them by doing that because they couldn't turn and swing faster than you could walk behind the swing over and over and over. <clears throat> I hated the name. Is that somebody's King. stomach? Somebody's stomach just growl really loud. No, it's my nose. dog. She's been, uh, <laughs> she's been, uh, snoring this whole time. Oh, oh ho, right ho, look at the face. Good girl. Yeah. All right. So as it stands right now, none of y'all are picking up God of War. No, I'll get it, but I think Dana's probably going to play it first. So, like, really stay first. Yeah. All right, you need to force her to talk about I will. it. I will. Even if you got to grab her by the hair. Right, drag her in here. Bring her. <laughs> Doesn't God of War when's God of War come out? The ninth? Yeah. 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 So you might be able to find it somewhere at midnight. Or I guess you could down I don't know. Yeah, but nobody wants to do digital. Come on. Shit. What are we? Neanderthals? No. no. At at most I could get it delivered <coughs> Amazon and bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. Alright. I guess I'll we'll fucking pick it up day one and try it. We'll see. Yeah. Join his Patreon. Until... End episode. Yeah. And send us your bones. Yeah. Send us your bones. And check out my latest music video. Yeah. Is there a newer one than, yeah, than Bloodborne. the Bloodborne one? I had a Halloween come out. Really? Yeah. When? Halloween. Black Ops Zombies is what I uh, did. Why did I not had get Laura it? do my makeup, had my buddy film it and everything. And I have a question. Yes, who please. directed Who directed The Nightmare Before Christmas? Who directed it? Yep. I want to say Tim Burton, but I feel like it's a loaded question. You're going to say who, somebody. Who directed The Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> is, yeah, is this a trick It question? is. It fucking threw me off the other day. Henry is it a Tim Burton produced but not yet he it was directed? it was based off of a short story by him but Henry Selleck directed it but nobody fucking really thinks about that nobody knows Henry story Selleck story by Tim Burton yep huh yep who what else is that guy directed? Coraline he did Coraline as well yeah Coraline was uh, great yep yeah yep. Henry Selleck what is the what is the director's job on an animated film. Like I that. think they put. Are they like watching tape and directing the edits? No, I think they're more? they're making sure that 
the the storyboard plays out the way it should is my assumption because i don't think they're actually doing the puppeteering type thing or the claymation um no, but they're moving it along animators and shit and huh yeah well there's your random fun fact of the day that huh. just kind of blew my mind i read an article huh. the other day and i was like what the fuck The best Tim Burton movie is Sweeney Todd. I was viewing Barbara Fleet Street. I was actually going to say Sweeney Todd, but I was like, yeah. Batman Forever. I was, I was very curious to hear what you were going to say. <laughs> Batman Forever. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was Joel Schumacher. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you message All me right. and ask me what we oh. talked about in the fucking podcast? Oh. Because you were trying to write your just episode description, yeah, 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 and I had forgotten what we talked about already. 